Welcome. Welcome. This is Jane Gardner and welcome to Home Biz Startup TV where we talk about how to start, run, and grow your own home business. Today it's all about systems and strategy. Today the strategy is what is your vision for your life? What is your one to three to five year end goal for your business? We look at how to develop uh, your own goals for your fifth year plan. As well as on systems, we start looking at some of the systems you can build in your business like computer organization in order to save time and grow your business by saving your time and having more free time to grow your business by using systems. So hope you enjoy. Right now, it's all about your goals and visions for your business. Here we go. Your business is like a stream. It flows, it can trickle, it can change direction, it can surge, and it can get blocked. But it never can go back in time. So always move forward in your business. But in order to do that, of course, you need to have an, a strategy. So what this show is about is I have an overview here, and it's about um, having a vision for you and your business. Some of the getting goals for your business of one to three to five years, which we'll talk about today. And then we'll be talking later about you and your business plan. Once you've worked out your vision and your goals, you'll have a good idea of what your business plan might be. And then work it out. And then we'll finally we'll wrap up. Uh, maybe we'll interrupt occasionally with business trends in 2016. How some of the business trends that are coming on the internet may affect your strategy in the coming years for your business. I know that uh, for some of you, uh, you've probably not been on the internet very much and it looks very complicated and everything. So it's always good to have be aware of what the business trends are coming up uh, every year. So today we're going to be looking at the vision for you and your business. We're going to be looking at your end goals in five years from today. It's always good to have a one to five year plan. Uh, usually in most business uh, it is never constant. As I mentioned, it's like a stream. So it's always good to have only a five year plan. <laughs> and then what you want for your end goals is what you'll need, but your end goals for your family and your lifestyle what your mission is and your end goal for your mission is as well as what the goals are for your finances from one to three to five years. So when you look at your vision for you and your business, um, what do you want your lifestyle to be for you while you're in your business? Obviously right now you either have an idea for a business or you've started your business or you're in the middle of your business and you just happen to come by and I just wanted to ask you what do you want your lifestyle to be for your business when you're working in your business do you want to spend eight hours a day working seven days a week do you want to only work when children are at school uh, do you want to travel so you aren't working all year do you want to take a three-day weekend instead of just a one-day weekend like you are now well, the answers to these questions will help you vision your lifestyle for while you're working in your business. The answers will determine how much time you have available for work or and play, or whether you want to factor in outside help to assist with the work, etc. 
So for example, if you only wanted to work um, three or four hours a day on your business, then of course you have to figure out, well, how am I going to have the income that I want with only working four or five hours a day for say five days a week or four days a week. So these are all things to do with strategy and we'll be going over some of the ideas for your business model and your business plan later. But right now we're going to be talking about the, um, well, of course your vision, vision for your business is, is up to you. But I do have a worksheet that later that you can use to help you um, clarify that if you're still working on your vision. So what is your mission for your business? Why are you setting the various goals you have in life? Why are you doing this business? What is your big why for why you're doing this business? That's two whys in one sentence. But basically, what is your big why? Is it more time with your family? Is that why you're doing this business? Is it more money for yourself? Is it just to own a business? That's not a just. Or you want to assist other family members by bringing more income into the family. Do you have a cause that you want to share with the world? Or do you, want a, do you have a nonprofit cause that you would like to help and you would like to create awareness for it? There's a lot of people out there who are just uh, working on nonprofit work because they have a passion for it. So what is the true meaning behind your actions? When you're working hard on your business and times are tough and you feel like quitting, you have to ask yourself, what is your big why? And remember your big why because this will help you get you through the tough times. So of course first you have to work out what your big why is and uh, why are you setting the goals for your in your business and why are you having this business. So once you have a look at your vision and your mission for your business then you have to ask yourself what are some of the end goals for you in one to five years time. So now that you have an idea on what your lifestyle you want it to be, as well as what your vision is for your business and your mission, then you look at your financial goals and see um, how you can work back from the end result from the financial goal to see what kind of income you need in order to get in the business. So let's just use um, 100,000 for the first year goal because it's easier to understand and math wise it's easier. So let's say if a year from now you would like to have $100,000 and that's just to forget net re revenue and expenses and everything. We'll just imagine $100,000 you want in a year. Well in order to make that goal you would need $8,333 every month. And you would need to make also $19.23 per week. If it was just on a regular schedule, of course. <laughs> Obviously, you can have lumps of money coming in, etc., etc. So you would need uh, 20000 25,000 uh, per quarter, which is every four months, uh, for your business in order to make $100,000. So the question becomes now then, well, how can you do that? 
It depends on your business, of course. But this is why you have end goals in mind when you start working out your business plan. Because knowing that a year from now you would like $100,000 and you've broken it down into every month or every week or every quarter and this is the kind of money that you want to come into your business in order to make $100,000 then you have to start thinking about okay well what can I do in my business in order to make that kind of money and that means of course what kind of um, business model can you use in order to make that kind of money and realistically especially what kind of business model can you use to make that kind of money and so finances determine what your business model will be is it's how the money will flow in to get your goal for the first year and what you'll want in the year three and year five so of course if you want to double your money in three years time and you want to make 200,000 in year three, then how are you going to get it growing from 100,000 to uh, 200,000 in three years? And say year five, you want it to double another, uh, to make 400,000. So you need to put down your goals for your finances for year five, year three, and year one. And then go down from there from monthly goals to weekly goals and some people even do daily goals but a lot of the time your money doesn't flow in obviously on a regular basis it comes in lumps it comes in lumps <laughs> it comes in um, irregular but it comes in say um, when you're doing a product launch you cut, make some money there in lumps so we will look at various ways you can achieve your end goal financially next week because your business is like a stream it flows it can trickle it can change direction it can surge and it can get blocked but can never go back in time so you're always moving forward in your business So if you'd like to get the, um, yeah, if you'd like to get the one to three to five year goal worksheet, uh, you can go to http colon backslash backslash jgtips.com backslash s sunday. And below the current episode will be the various trainings that I'll be having. So we're going to start out first with the purpose vision and legacy worksheet and on that you'll be asking yourself what is my personal mission statement this one or more short phrases that help describe what you're trying to accomplish in your life and then you have to ask yourself what is my motivators and reasons why I'm doing this business so write down one or more short phrases you can use to remind yourself why the above statements are your mission and then if I'm living up to my highest potential, other people would describe me as. So use this question as a daily checkpoint to see if your actions are in line with what you want the answer to be here. For example, um, people usually say that I'm, I, like to, I am quite a good helper 
So if I'm not helping people, am I living up to my highest potential when people do not perceive that I am doing that? So this is one reason I'm doing this show. And then what you'll do is you'll go and look at your major goals for your first year, your third year, and your and your fifth year and see what they are going to be. So what is the objectives for the year? Uh, what is the things that you have to do for the year in order to get to your objective in a year? And also make a list of priorities for, for the year. So we'll be um, going over that a bit further uh, next week with the one to three to five year goal worksheet. But then you can, of course, work back uh, through to see how much you need to make monthly and daily. And then once you have this uh, idea on what goal you want your income to be when the next year, you can start working on figuring out what kind of business plan model, or we I would call it a business model, actually, you can have excuse me, you can have in order to uh, get the money that you want. So for those of you who want 500000 in a year, then you have to work very hard <laughs> or not work very hard, depending on the business model that you want to use uh, to get to that uh, value in a, in a year. So we'll have a look at some of the business models and strategies you can use in order to um, get the money that you want in a year next week and then from there we'll probably go into a quick overview of designing your business plan in order to clarify for yourself what your strategy will strategy will be for the year as well as clarifying for others if you're asking for support uh, to set up your business uh, at the beginning with funding from your family and friends, which is the majority of um, percentage of people who do fund uh, businesses is usually your own savings or your family and friends, but that's for another discussion. Or if you wanted to go to the bank and see if they would loan you some money, we can uh, do a quick business plan. So thank you for listening. Uh, this is Jane Gardner. And I want to, let me see, show you the sign up sheet, I guess again as I've got it to correct the uh, link which is HTTP colon backslash backslash JG tips tips dot com backslash s Sunday s s u n d a y and I have a W on the end so hopefully you won't need that one as well but maybe you do it doesn't matter because I'll have it at both places. There'll be a place to sign up uh, to s subscribe and you'll get the one to three to five year goal worksheet from there. I think the next thing that I will be giving you is a monthly planner that you can use uh, in your plan to work as well as possibly a sample business plan if that's what we're doing next week but probably not we'll probably be looking at various business models that you can use in order to get to the business that you want and the financial freedom of having your own business that you would like so thank you for listening
And you can go and see the video recording at the same place, http backslash backslash jgtips.com s Sunday. If you'd like to see this current program as well, there is a subscription there, I think, to get the worksheets. And in fact, I think it's on the sidebar as well at the moment, just because I wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> and it worked, but it's kind of big, so I might not have it on there for the for the next three weeks. So but it will be below the episodes. All the worksheets and handouts uh, will be below the episode. So see you next week. So System Saturday is we talk about the automation and organizing your business systems so that you can, uh, of course, be making money instead of making work for yourself in your business. Being able to save time for yourself and your family by having some of your systems automated, as well as having a marketing system on automatic so you can spend more time with or get more clients and basically grow your business. So that's at least three um, benefits of automating your business. And today we're going to be talking, just starting off very simple by talking about organizing your business. So for today, <clears throat> we're going to start off by talking about organizing your computer. And then we'll talk about organizing your business systems, um, tracking your finances, making sure you're on track, and automating and or system, systematizing your marketing and then automating your selling, and then tracking your clients, making sure that they're happy by tracking their journey and some of the ways that you can use um, systems and software to do that, as well as to communicate with your clients. So today we're gonna to be talking about, um, excuse me, talking about the organizing your computer. Let's see where I've got it. Nope, not there. Not there either. I know it's not there. Okay, where did it go? It was there. It looks like I have to make it there. So we're going to play it on the wing. Uh, oh, actually, I have to leave the blank. So just hold on. <laughs> I've got to capture it again. I, don't, I, I think I went and put another slide over top. So we're going to be looking at a video about organizing yourself. And then, of course, you'll be able to um, get the um, PDF of the uh, information today just to give you a rough idea on how to start off um, getting your systems going. So let's just show me again so you know I'm live. Hi. <laughs> I'm live. <laughs> now I've got to find that again. Hold on. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about organizing your computer today. And... Um, one of the ways that you can do that, of course, is getting organized on your computer, is to organize your files and folders. So, I mean, if you already have a system in place, that's great, but I'm just going to give you a few tips here on how to organize a little bit better with your um, system of your folders, especially if you're building a business which has a lot of um, information on the internet. So, for example, um, I have a certain uh, folder structure to keep all my website and domain de details organized. So we'll be looking at it, and obviously, 
it's always good to be organized because uh, as these computers get larger and, and they're gigabytes of files and hard drive, sometimes it can be very hard to find things. So one of the ways I do that is to organize my websites by putting folders together and per for my uh, sites. And then inside of that, I have a list of a single domain and I have all the information I need for that domain. So for example, I would have a folder for a domain, uh, site domain one, site domain two, and inside that I'd have a backup and images and a, uh, any other information I need for that inside that's specific to that domain. So let's get in a little closer here. So we would do a backup and images and then site name, login, uh, database text information. So of course you always need to have at least two backups of your domain. Uh, there are various ways to back up your domain, uh, but one of the ways you can actually put it onto your computer and that would be another um, time to show that, obviously. And you should have a, a minimum of two. So since my uh, site, since in since most of my sites are um, WordPress, I have a database, and then I have files, and I get the backup to backup my database and my files at least twice. I keep two um, recordings of that, and then I put all the images for that site into one folder. So when I need them, I can go and get them again if I need it, and you can put and then you can also do a um, folders within images of your Photoshop versus your JPEG versus your PSN, etc. Uh, image versions. And then of course, a web size sized versions as well. So that's one of the ways you could organize um, some of the information in your database. But then I also have a text file because that uh, is best for doing uh, the type of uh, information I need to put in. Uh, so for example, I've got a folder where I put in my um, various passwords and my login uh, names and my um, uh, the YouTube. So I've got my cPanel. Um, some of you may not have a cPanel. I know on one of my websites I don't use cPanels. And then FTPing login information. It's always good to have your host name, your password, and your username all together in one place, as well as any um, special coding you need to put into your computer uh, for that domain only, all within one file. And that just happened to be for my wconfig file. As well, I have uh, the main uh, password and username to, to log into my WordPress site. and the, what version it is, and then the database, where the database is, uh, where what are my email addresses for that domain, and their login and, and name and password, as well as the email addresses. I have a Gmail account for just that domain, so I have the username and password for that, as well as security questions and answers for the Gmail account. And then, of course, I have a YouTube account for that uh, Google account. And then I have a specific Google Analytics that I put into that uh, domain. And I keep everything within one text file, which is in Notepad. So that's one way to make sure that everything is organized and you don't have to keep searching about where your username and password is.
So it, it's always good to keep that organized together. And then, of course, you can always organize your other folders the same way. But to, in order to remember my passwords and usernames, um, some people use roboform.com, and then some people use... Oh, I've forgotten now. I've gotten blank. Oh, <laughs> LastPass. <laughs> and, and that would be another uh, video as well. So you can organize your various um, other folders and say purchases in in one a top folder and then put all your various topics uh, as folders below purchases and then within the purchase topic you could have a, a folder for each time you purchase something the username and the password for that uh, purchase as well as when you purchased it all within the each folder and have it according to topic and that will keep you organized as to knowing when you purchased something and what the username and password was of course you can also use lastpass and roboform to organize and keep your passwords and usernames but it's always good to know when you bought something as well and any other information you need to know about the license for each purchase and of course, it's all alphabetically uh, in order. So that helps as well. So at the very least, you should at least uh, start doing this. Uh, start organizing by alphabet alphabetizing your folders and keeping your username and passwords and any notes for each product in the same uh, folder so that you can find it for later. And there's another thing you can do, of course, you can also go and use a hard drives, buy some extra hard drives uh, to attach to your computer that you can use for backup, or you could use a thumb drive and backup on that. Um, and then, of course, you could also use cloud-based drives and store backups there, and you can do a search for free cloud drive if you like. Um, I use Amazon S3 as well as Dropbox, uh, Google Drive, you know, there's a, there's a variety of, of things that you can use. As well as having an extra hard drive on my computer. You can put your computer so that all the uh, programs are on your C drive and then you have all your uh, backup on, a, say, a G drive. And on the D drive, you could have just your various uh, reference materials or created, created materials on there. So that leaves your C drive to just be the program drive that, that uh, your opens quicker because it's just got the programs to open and run. And so these are just some of the ideas that you can do for organizing your computer. But my main point here is that you have to have a backup set up somewhere on your computer in order to be able to recover your computer. And I suppose I should do a one day on backups and the various choices that you can have. I can certainly tell you the stories about <laughs> the problems of having um, not not gotten a backup, but I do have um, various ways now to backup, so I don't have that same problem where I may have lost some data before. So basically, just do it. Get it organized. I mean, that's going to save you time which saves you money because you're not busy just always searching for something. 
So that was just a, a brief idea of how you could organize your computer. I find that the, the notepad, um, text document, and putting all your login and usernames and passwords as you buy something or, or as you need it for each domain is useful, especially for reference, because there's no way that you could remember them all. And of course, one of the other ways, of course, is to use RoboForm or LastPass, um, one of these other uh, password uh, storage softwares. But uh, basically, I would uh, suggest that you um, consider getting organized, with, especially with your username and passwords, because you can lose access to your domain and your website if you can't find what the username and password was. And also, of course, you need at least um, three uh, username and passwords for any domain uh, website that you have, especially WordPress, in case one of the um, username and passwords locks you out for some reason, whether it's you know, accidentally um, changing it or or something like that. You have two more that you can try and use to get access to the inside of WordPress uh, website in order to um, get access, of course, <laughs> and then get in there and, and add a new password and username. So this is some ideas for you on organizing.